the Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. Hi, this is Judd Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis on PodcastOne.com. My work, that is all I am trying to do, is show people just trying to get through it, trying to make it work as well as they can, and that life is an obstacle. There's always something happening, and so I'm always rooting for people. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. New episodes now at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Download the show from PodcastOne.com. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. PodcastOne.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hello, people. Welcome to Podcast One. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered with my boyfriend. I mean, my boss, the man with the glass window in front of him, Art Webb. How are you doing, Art? It's not good to get our relationships confused. I know. I, I, I just, you couldn't be my boyfriend anyway because you wear skinny jeans, so that's a whole another issue. Oh, really? And you called me a cougar, so we're definitely huh. not making out anytime soon. And I like your girlfriend, so that would be really bad. That's a, that's a trifecta. Yeah. This is a big show today we have. It is not even big. It's huge. It's a massive show. This is the type of show that uh, you, the listener, have been waiting for since we started, really. Like last week. <laughs> we did just start this. I feel like I don't ever want to stop doing this, so please, advertisers, call and tell me that you want to advertise, and I will do it for you. Speaking of which, we should uh, up front thank our advertisers, as we always do, Hulu Plus Hulu. every week. Hulu, Hulu. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy with an I and get your two-week free trial courtesy of Brandy Landfill Unfiltered and Hulu Plus. And Podcast One. And Podcast One. And Norm. Norm Pattis. <laughs> also, Norm, I'm ready for another Laker game. I'm ready. Also, Sherry's Berries uh, for the holiday season is advertising as well, and they have a, a phenomenal offer for all you pretty people out there. Well, it's for anyone. I mean, let's not just say pretty. I think pretty. all of the listeners of this show are about as attractive as one could possibly get. I, You know what? I agree. And if they're not, we'll give you a makeover. Um, no, but Sherry's Berries, we, the kids and I... I don't, I try not to eat sweets. We munched out on them the other night and I want, send me more. <laughs> Someone send me more. They're so freaking good. All the listeners have to do is go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S, berries.com. Click on the microphone, little picture up there on the upper right-hand corner of the screen and type in... Brandy with an I. Brandy with an I and you get a, uh, the offer is incredible. You can get uh, giant of strawberries from Sherry's Berries for only $19.99. That's a 40% savings. Just go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in Brandy. Or you can call a very fun telephone number, 866-FRUIT-02. That's 866-FRUIT-02. Just dial it so you can put fruit. You can push fruit. You have to find fruit. <laughs> Just dial it. No, honestly, and, and they have amazing cake pops, and it's the best thing to get during the holiday time so that if you're having a party, you can just put them out, and you you feel like you're elegant and what's the other word that you like? Decadent. Decadent. It's very decadent. Yes, and send me more because I'm going to have a party at some point. They do dipped pretzels, all sorts of stuff, so that's uh, mm-hmm. Sherry's Berries, berries.com. Click on the microphone tab and type in... Brandy, and I'm getting really hungry. I am too. I'm actually Jesus. starving. You're a little grumpy today. We have to I eat some food. A little, no, a little, a little quiet. quiet. I'm sh- I should be grumpy today. You should be after the week that you've had. <laughs> you just made me spit my coffee on myself. Uh, yeah, no, and I'm, I'm not grumpy. That's the only thing I made you spit yeah. on. <laughs> I knew something was coming. <laughs> uh, you're turning into me. You're sexualizing everything. It's already been there you oh. know, my entire life. We just happened to cross paths finally. Oh, we've collided and, and we into just, this giant sex bomb. We could just live face down in the gutter. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm there right now after last night's um, Housewives episode. It, it was a rough episode for me. I had already lived it once and apologized once. And now because it's airing, I'm apologizing again. So it's hard. It's really hard to be me, Art. I can imagine. I wouldn't want to be you. I would want to sit in here and talk with you on a weekly basis, but I don't know if I would necessarily want to be you. I understand that. It's 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 a little difficult. I do, however, feel very blessed in the opportunities that I have been given through this show and through everything that I have to deal with. Um, I guess you have to take the good with the bad, and right now it's a little, a little bad. But it will be good. It'll all come back around. And, you know, I mean, the great thing about you is you really are 
who you are, no matter where you are, when you are. And I think that there is so much to be said for being an honest, real person and, and sticking to your laurels and, and not... More, did you say I have morals? Laurels. My, I, I didn't don't say have morals. morals. Oh, oh. Laurels. Sticking to your, who you <laughs> are. My yeah. laurels. Right. Okay. Right. Sorry. And just uh, <laughs> not, not changing your face depending on what situation that you're in. No Botox? <laughs> I'm kidding. You know me. I'm always... This is the thing. I'm always joking and Art knows that. And today it's been a little difficult to be joking, but I... I am a very happy person, Art, and I am not a hater. I'm not negative. I'm consistently optimistic no matter what situation I'm in. I don't know what it is, but I just can't help but see the positive side of things. It's, it might be a mental disorder just no, because I refuse to accept the negative, but no. I always just look for the positive. That and, is a great thing. Honestly, when I see somebody that may... This, no, I'm not going to go there. Uh, that would have been a really bad thing to say, but when I... See, when, look, you're learning. Yes. I, I can't... Well, I, now I'm going to say it because I want to share it. I find the pretty parts of everyone. If I see someone, I will like look them up and down and I'll say, oh my, I get hand envy. People have like the prettiest hands and I'm like, they don't know how lucky they are that they don't have to get fake nails and try to get the wrinkles off their fingers. And they are so lucky. They don't even know it. I get skin envy. I get hair envy. I'm, I'm, but I'm also, I'm appreciating them and I don't think that they appreciate themselves, but I, I do. I think that you're a time. grateful person and I think you're a grateful yeah. person regardless of uh, whether you're in a bad situation or a positive situation and you, you always seem to regardless of the fact that you might have said something stupid and put your foot in your mouth <laughs> you're grateful that you had the opportunity to say something stupid and put your foot in your mouth i mean you have to you yeah i wish i hadn't um said it but if i listen that's what they pay me the big bucks for is to be an asshole and by the way that's the whole point of what you do is to stir up controversy you don't have a television show unless there's friction and controversy honestly this year if Carlton and I hadn't kissed. I hadn't said this stupid joke, and the end. The Lisa and I didn't get in a fight. We wouldn't have a show. See, I'm I'm just being honest. It, it sucks, but I tend to be volatile, and I love hard. At the end of the day, you know, I'm shopping for a new home right now. Who cares what anybody really thinks about you at the end of the day? <laughs> as long are. as you can look yourself in the mirror and, and know that you're not. Uh, going out there and, and trying to hurt people, you may say stupid things because you think they're funny, and I do it all the time. I say horrible, terrible things that I think are hilarious, and I don't have a national TV show where I can get caught saying no. that. There's the, the immediate knee, knee-jerk reaction of the hypersensitivity of America today as well. I mean, it's it's so unbelievably hypocritical, and we're in such a toxic spiral of saying one thing and doing another that it, everybody that has come out and had some kind of negative feedback to say as a result of what happened on that show, I guarantee you at one point in their life or another has said something that they regret, but uh, you know, it's in the TV world forever. Exactly. It is. My, it's so funny. Um, on that note, my book agent gave himself the name Gagent. And whenever I write about him on Twitter, I get so much hate for it, for referring to him as Gagent. And finally, he I don't allow him to be on Twitter because he's highly inappropriate. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Handler and I both told him, get off. He's, um, he's her book agent as well. He only reps comedians and myself. So I feel like I'm kind of a comedian in my head. Anyway, that's what he told me. Um, but he he got so tired of seeing the hate that I was getting on Twitter. He said, put my email out there and have him talk to me. And I really did put his email on Twitter and he has a bunch of new friends. But Speaking of which, you have a brand new book out. I do. It's called Drinking and Dating. I got to stick with the drinking and the dating. And we're you can doing buy it. it. You can buy it on Amazon using the uh, link for yes. the podcast. Go to Podcast One and click on the Brandy Glanville Unfiltered link and you go to Amazon and you can pre-order it. And if you pre-order it... <laughs> If you pre-order it and you save your receipt, I'm going to give you an email to send the receipts to. Whoever wins, we're going to pick. This has to be a pre-order, not be when the book is out. When does the book get released? It's the week of February 11th. So they have a few weeks. You, you, they do. They have a little time. Um, we are going to draw, I don't know if you're lucky, but we're going to draw um, a name or a receipt and we're going to spend the day with that person. We're going to do book signing in their city. We're going to go out to breakfast, lunch and dinner. We're going to drink and we're going to tweet and we're going to date. And I'm thinking about letting them bring a friend. Everyone's like, no, just one person. I feel like you want to share fun times with your friends. That's absolutely. Look, life is about memories and the the memories that we create with people around us. And And people you love. I mean, like people, you want to share like something exciting happening in your life with your loved one or your best friend. I think it's, I think it's for 
for two people. That's my take on it. It's not like they can go back five years afterwards and, and, and sit there and have a conversation with you about it. They need to be able to uh, talk to their friends. <laughs> they about might that crazy be able day. to. I might be free. You never well, know, Art. Know, I mean, who knows who you'll meet and how you'll meet them? <laughs> it's true, but I'm looking forward to that. So save your book your pre-order book receipts i'm going to get the email for you guys to send them to we're going to do a book signing in your city and we're going to be besties for the day you me your husband or your girlfriend your best friend we're going to have a really good time you're going to get to know me on a very personal level i might even show you my boobs I'm oh, kidding. I haven't even seen those. <laughs> well, you can kind of see them through my dress. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have a, uh, as much as I would love to continue just chewing the fat here with you, we have such a good show that we need to get to the, our guest. We have uh, a very, very special guest, uh, a Wiccan here today, and I cannot wait to get her into the studio with you. And I think that it's, there's nobody who doesn't know who she is, uh, who I'm talking about right now. Um, yeah, this is the sexiest witch on the planet. Her name is Carlton Jebbia. And she is so self-aware and so amazing. She's so amazing and strong as a woman. She owns everything and she doesn't let shit get to her. And I wish I could be like that a little more. So maybe you, uh, you guys will talk a little bit about the current ruckus here in the middle of oh, for what's sure. airing <laughs> on the television show. And then, of course, we have uh, Craig Gass coming in after her, and he's a phenomenal stand-up comedian, impressionist. The guy is just as funny as could possibly be. I'm so excited to meet him. I am going to make him do every – how, how much time do we have? I want him to do every impersonation he does. We will see how much time <laughs> – you and I are wasting so much time just talking oh. here. we got to get to this stuff. Oh, sorry, Sarah. Okay, let's do it then, Art. Okay. My guest is a very sexy Wiccan who you all know as the new housewife of Beverly Hills casting spells on every bad person. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Carlton Jebbia is here in the his house. Hi, Carlton. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> Tired. <laughs> we walked up the stairs together and we were both um, just still reeling from last night's episode. But before we get into the stupid Beverly Hills drama talk, which is which is stupid, yes. um, t- tell me about it. Like, how's, how's your life changed what's your experience been on the show thus far um i don't know that my life's changed yet that much because we're just kind of whatever six episodes in um i think for me on my personal journey um after we were done shooting which was in september i think I think it goes. I think it's going to keep going on forever. I'm well, still I mean, doing interviews at my house. I'm like, no, no. are you kidding? Well, yeah, no. The talking heads, absolutely. But I mean, as far as us interacting as a group together. Oh, thank God it's over. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice to have a bit of a breather. But then, then you have the next level of this uh, journey begin, which is exhausting. I owe you an apology for it because I remember completely you saying brandy i said you need to join twitter and you said brandy but why would i i don't really it seems so stupid i don't want to i go you just kind of have to right and now i'm just want to say i'm so sorry i know oh my god what a can of worms i I wish i could take that back and you could just live a free happy life yeah that's not gonna happen you know i'm I'm not that naive that i didn't realize what i was gonna get into i have no idea though the scope no, no, no it's, none. It's um, a lot of hate. You know what? It's so funny. You got for every two positive people that have something nice to say, right. there's 10 negative people or people blowing things out of proportion. And you're like, if you were there and you saw it, it was just so innocent. But then it just it's blown into the housewives world. And it's a nightmare. Absolutely. Um, with with the Twitter, um, because I was new to it. It, I got, I did get eased in gently. Now, <laughs> when I read the Twitters, I mean, I really do have a lot of respect for the people that do write in and they're positive and they do see both sides of the coin, which I appreciate. They're not closed minded. The people that send in the negative shit, it's like, okay, fuck you. I don't really I know. Care. I'm not perfect. I say stupid shit all the time. But don't we all? I know. I, 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 but I guess I put myself on the stage out there to be judged for it. But once I've said sorry, I'm just wondering how much longer and how many more times do I have to say sorry? I don't think you do. I think if you generally put an apology out there because you do screw up, as we all do, um, then that should be it. You don't have to just keep reliving it constantly. Um, that's not the way it works. Ugh. No, no. How many people have talked to you about, you know, I feel like the big storyline is besides our kiss, clearly, which oh, we'll get to in a minute, yes. um, is that you're a witch. And it's like, I, I think it's great. It's just like, well, I'm Christian, but that's not a storyline. I mean, are you, is it okay that that's like what everyone's talking about? Um, 
You know, I didn't realize this was going to be such a big deal as it is. Um, I knew once I was asked about my faith, once um, I had committed to move forward with this journey, that possibly it would be brought up. Never did I realize to this bloody degree. But the thing is, I'm... I have always kept what I believe close to my heart. I've always kept my mouth closed about it because I do know how people react. So I was completely judged, and that's okay. But at this stage of the game, I'm really proud of what I believe in. I As do. you should be. I am. So it's a non-traditional religion. I, my God, which I, I am Christian, is a Muppet. He has an orange <laughs> head and a black hat and a black cape. And that's who I pray to at night, but that's who God is to me. Yes. And that's my God. It's and very relative. It's been since I was a little child. But I don't know that I would be... My mom always said, don't ever speak politics or religion Absolutely. with anyone. Yes. And of course... This is like all anyone wants to talk about. Like, oh, I go places like, we really love that witch. I go, well, her name is Carlton and she's super cool. But I just feel like there's so much more to you than just that you're a witch. You. Yeah. I mean. There really is. Yeah. I'm okay with it um, I because I, I'm not embarrassed about what I believe in or practiced. Um, I certainly go, don't go around preaching it or recruiting or trying but to But you do put spells on people. No, I'm kidding. I I, I'm crossing my fingers <laughs> that you will. I can't. Honestly, they had asked me a couple of questions about upcoming storylines. And they said, you know, do you think that, that Carlton put a spell on this person? I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope so. <laughs> I really, really hope so. Um, but... Do you? Can you? I, I think you can. You scare me a little. Well, really? <laughs> no. Good to know. No. Um, well, first off, spells are usually um, harnessing nature's energy. That's all they are. There's no bloody... Um, you know, magic. magic, magic. Yeah, it's like say. kind of the promise. If you you put your energy into it and you want it to happen, it happens. It, yeah, it's just honestly what I what I practice is extremely positive. Yes, when I was young, um, I did understand the other side of the coin, so to speak. I and need to get into that. Some people are pissing me off. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know that you you there's you can't do something negative to some somebody and not expect that they're they're not going to be consequences right there's repercussions there really are i just honestly i truly believe in karma and it will kick these bitches out well you sit when i see you around your family around your kids it's everyone's so happy and positive and it's like such a wonderful family and you're lucky that they actually get to see the girls and cross on the show i know i wish they got to see your boys because i see that with you it's hard because I, they see the drunk Brandy saying stupid... Right, but and you have no responsibility at that moment, so that's okay to be that way. You I know, know but I, I mean? want them to see what you see. I right. mean, we've gone out to dinner with the kids, Absolutely. which are... It's so adorable. I love it. And we do... I have other sides to me, just as you do, but I don't get to share that with everyone, so I get frustrated I when... Do, I definitely think you're at a disadvantage. I think other people on the on on this Housewives team have all shown their relationships with their children. You haven't, so you are at a disadvantage. But I have seen it firsthand. I know what an amazing mum you are. I Aww, truly do. Thank you. And it's you hard be because I feel, I, I feel like I keep on defending. I was like, oh, her poor kid. She's drunk all the time. I drink around these women a lot because they annoy the f*** out of me. You need to. I, I do. Sometimes <laughs> it's your only friend in the room. And I've said Absolutely. this once. I'll say it before. I checked out in Palm Springs because... It was hot it was as hell. Awfully hot. There was nothing to do. We were in the outhouses with <laughs> bugs, no air conditioning, and barely anything in our refrigerator. There was Just, no food. There was nothing. I was so <laughs> I was hungry. Like, but there were bottles of alcohol. Oh, yes, of course. They, they always don't, uh, don't, I mean, they will always make sure there's alcohol on reality TV. It, it makes the world go round. It's just hard when. You know, we go to Palm Springs and there's nothing to do. And I kind of feel this pressure to make it happen in a way. I don't think you feel it yet because it's your first season. No, but I just see, I, I did see that. I, I definitely saw that. I mean, nothing was happening. I'm like, okay, I'm, um, oh, yeah, Carlson and yeah. I had a friendship kiss. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, <laughs> by the way. I'm sorry. So, which, <laughs> let's just let you explain it so everyone will get off of our backs about it. Yes, yeah. Okay, so like I said before in one of my blogs, we didn't elope. Um, we didn't. <laughs> We didn't get married. Maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> we didn't have children. Um, Brandy and I 
<laughs> had a barbecue at my house, and Brandy and I were in the jacuzzi, and we were drinking, having a heart, really in-depth conversation we about did. our childhood. Yeah, we definitely connected. Our, our children. Our children. <laughs> I'm still having coffee. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we shared a kiss, and it literally was that. And my husband was barbecuing, and he looked down, and he was like, "Oh God," and smiled. <laughs> That was it. Seen, as you would say. (laughs) And I love David. I think he's awesome. We've hung out with my friend Darren. We've had double dates, even though Darren's not really my (laughs) he's my ex husband, but not my boyfriend. Right. And I love I love David's attitude. He's just like, who cares? You know what? I love my wife. I love my family. Who cares what all these people think? And I think you're so lucky to have him in your life. Thank you. I do too. And Thank he's got you. a great body. He does. <laughs> now I'm going to get in trouble for that too. <laughs> oh my God, you have a record. Oh, I know, right? Oh God. No, you guys are little gym rats because you, I, I constantly am talking about your body on the show and everyone's like, God, you're a lesbian. I'm like, oh, well, first of all, who cares if I am? You're not, you're the lesbian, You're please? allowed to, you're so secure in who you are. You're allowed <sighs> to appreciate other women as I as I do with women and men. I mean, yeah. Yeah, What's absolutely. wrong with appreciating beauty? As long as I just called myself beauty. <laughs> you are. <laughs> no, like that. 0% body fat. It's kind of ridiculous. And so when I go on and on about it, people are like, oh, are you lesbian? I'm like, no, but if I was going to be, I go, I would pick all of my girlfriends because they're all stunning. Yes, and, and you have beautiful girlfriends. I do. So that's, I do. That is a sign of a very secure woman. I agree with Truly. you. I agree. The people that are like the only pretty friend in the group or have no girlfriends are the people that scare the sh out of me. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you do need to look at their girlfriends. <laughs> um, what else? So let's get into a little bit about – I okay. said something incredibly – inappropriate but i was joking and i was bored and i apologize and i don't even know what i I feel like it's i'm almost at the point where i'm starting to get mad with the harassment i'm getting on twitter i've cried twice so if you guys are happy that i'm upset about it that's fine but i'm just it's just me joking and knowing in my heart of hearts, I'm not a racist. I am the farthest thing from it. And my friends and I are inappropriate jokers with each other. It's all <laughs> of this like giant, stupid stuff that we say to each other that I guess I'm just not allowed to say on TV, even though I'm watching Chelsea Handler every night saying 10 times worse things. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, how do I balance it? How do I be provocative and interesting without completely censoring myself and turning into like Camille did last year after she had a bad well, year. Yeah, I know. I went completely silent. No, I do not consider you racist in any shape or form. Did you say something that could have been taken offensively by somebody who's waiting and watching for you to say something and screw up? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. um, but you apologize and let's move the fuck on. Seriously. It doesn't, um, unfortunately, <laughs> and, and hopefully you'll never have to deal with this. I'm sure I Well, will. you kind of have. Already. I have The kiss already. thing. Like, it was such a non-issue. And people are like, you guys are cheating. You're and it was like, are you kidding me? But I think it's people just trying to find something wrong. That's all. But, I mean, it, it, it's a beautiful thing when people, be, like, make friends. And you, I don't have, I mean, I can't say that I'm very close, close, close with a lot of the girls on the show, right. but I know that if I walk away from the show with one great friend that I'm lucky. Absolutely. I because, same you way. know, TV friends are different than your real friends right? and they accept you for who you are. And when you make a mistake, they're like, oh gosh, Brandy, you're don't, don't, you're putting your foot in your mouth again. But you, but the one thing about you, Brandy, is if you do say something offensive, you do apologize. You do own it. Now people on the show have said other things that have not owned <laughs> it and make excuses and blame Bravo for editing, exactly. Bravo for taglines, that kind of thing. Isn't that not, I mean, it's a very interesting. I mean, the truth of the matter is on the show, you they can try to steer you to say something, but you don't have to. No. They're producers. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to make a show, but you're in charge of you. You don't have to say the taglines they give you. If you're, it's your first season and you're blaming editing and saying, I didn't come up with my own tagline. It's going to be the blame game the entire year. Well, this is somebody who will not take responsibility. No. 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 Oh, no. I'm going to take responsibility for everything that she's feeling. <laughs> she's going to put it on me. But let's not even talk about her anymore. She's ridiculous. I don't know who we're talking about. Oh, you know my friend Art, <laughs> that the man behind the glass? I told him he put the ass in glass. <laughs> Art, his girlfriend, is a Wiccan. Oh, really? And I met her over the weekend. Good to know. 
So, no, but he was very interested and intrigued in meeting you, so we're going to have to have a little powwow after. All right. Because his girlfriend is a Wiccan also. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there are hundreds and thousands of people out there. I'm sure millions. Millions, but I'm saying across, you know, just even the United States alone, that are practicing pagans and Wiccans. Um, and it is, it is really sad that we've had to be very, very quiet because of the negative Judgment. stigma that's attached. And it's like, you know what? It is an organized religion. It's been around for thousands of years. It's, it's, I just get so everyone, when they speak to me about it on the show, they're like, do you believe in it? I'm like, I do. I believe in everyone. Everyone has the right to believe in what they want. Absolutely. And I'm not discounting anyone's religion because who knows what really is going on out there. But I think it's, you know, when you when you're, you choose your religion or your religion finds you, it's right. something that fills your soul. It's something that you gravitate towards that makes you happy, that makes you feel things that other religions don't necessarily. Like with my children, people say, well, why do you not put upon them Wiccan values? Well, you know what? I want my girls to decide for themselves to find out what calls to them. That's it. If they want to practice Judaism or Catholicism or whatever it is, then they can do that. That's their right. But I'm, I discovered mine on my own, so to speak. And, uh, I love it. I think it's an amazing religion. It it is, and I'm very interested and intrigued by it. But I want to start a new religion, <laughs> the, the brandy religion, like no judgment faces religion. <laughs> oh my god, it's be just been exhausting. I'm leaving for Florida tomorrow, and I can't wait. How long are you going for? Um, I'm leaving to let's see Wednesday through Sunday. I'm very excited. Both. I have um I have a job in Tampa on Saturday, um, book signing, and then going to visit Jennifer, my beautiful girlfriend. Oh, she's down there? Yeah, she's she's working on her sobriety magazine down there. So the drunk girl's going to visit Sober Girl. And it's so funny (laughs) because everyone just like I told you before assumes that I'm always sloppy like that. And I Art and I were talking about this last week. I don't know how I would get my seven thousand jobs done. You wouldn't be waking up in the morning. No. You'd be in a yeah. 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 And I wouldn't be raising two little children and it's just, it's beyond frustrating. And then the Twitter verse, as I told, I Art missed this because he was gone, but the Twitter verse, they just don't let you have, you have to be perfect. Well, but then that's not realistic because nobody is perfect. As much as some of these people think they are, they're not. Um, and they fail, sadly. I don't think you have to be perfect. It's what's, our, our flaws are what makes us perf- perfect, in my opinion. Right. Well, be, let's talk about your perfect body. What is it? <laughs> what, what do you do? What's your workout routine and what's your diet? Like people, everyone asks me, I'm like, I don't know. I think she's a gym rat. I have no idea. Well, I'm actually not a gym rat. I used to be years and years ago before children. Um, I work out on average about three times a week, um, probably for an hour. And what I'll do is kind of a circuit training, meaning it's like a cardio workout where you don't rest between oh, different God. sets of... It's horrible. No, it's not. Well, I hate getting there. No, for but... me, I mean, it sounds horrible. <laughs> but what it is, it's, it's just I do light weights. I don't do heavy weights, but I'll do a lot of repetition and I'll do three to four sets of different body parts. And I'll stay in the gym for an hour because I don't know if I'm going to get back the next day. Right. So I take advantage of it. How and often then, do you, how often do you get back? They're like, um, honestly, probably about three times. That's good. Realistically. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing for me that I know works for me personally is diet and Thank God for my husband because I am a lazy ass eater. Um, I've been at I, your house. He does all the barbecuing. He does all. He the does cooking. everything. Yeah. It's good. He think, does. No, and you're like, there's a salad in the fridge. <laughs> like, I can cook. I choose not to. No, I, I saw it was hilarious when the girls were chopping up things oh and David God. was cooking, and you're like, don't bloody don't. Look at <laughs> I was dying laughing. I know. I, I mean, I so do. Cute. I swear like a banshee, and I'm okay with that. My children don't swear. I think my daughter said one swear word ever. No, they're the best girl. They're so sweet. They're the best girls. girls. When my kids hear me say it, they're like, you owe me a dollar. I'm like, you owe me your life. (laughs) So that's it. No, the girls are great. I mean, actually, what David will do as far as for me, because I am such a lazy eater, um, and I'm sort of... But just you don't get hungry? Is that what you mean? No, I do get hungry. No, and you have to eat to keep your metabolism burning. So he, he will, once or twice a week, will buy white meat turkey 
white meat with a tiny bit of dark. He'll add in some um, oatmeal, um, bean sprouts, some raisins, oh, and God. egg. No, I know it sounds ghastly. Making like a hamburger, and a turkey patty? like a little turkey patty back burger. And One I, a week? No, I'm going to my ass. Shut up. No, and I'll have about two or three of those throughout the day. So I'll have one after I work out at lunch and before bed. And then I'll drink a lot of water as much as I can during the day. And how about drinking tequila? Do you do, do, do a great diet. <laughs> no, and for the show, do you, I, I know that it's hard to control yourself on the show, but do you find that it does, it's easier to get through those shoots with oh, a little alcohol? Well, you know, I have no idea about if there's going to be a next season or not for me, <laughs> but what I can tell you is uh, once I had agreed to go forward on this journey, I did consume so much alcohol <laughs> to get through because I'm like, did I mess up here? Did I just choose the wrong direction for me? But I am okay. I, I don't regret anything. I know I've made mistakes. I have seen myself on TV and like, oh my God, you so obviously were drinking the night before. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I might change that. Oh, stop it. Oh no. You know, it's just hard when you see yourself on TV. I look back from like the first season right. where I was wearing my eyeliner completely wrong and I wasn't into having like a hair weave yet, which I, I I blame the show for me now having a weave. Why is it? Why do you call it a weave? They don't sew it well, in though, do the, they? Yeah, mine oh, are. Mine are with glue. They, they kind of weave it back and forth with glue. I mean, they're extensions, right. but it's there's different kinds. There's but like the you, little beads. But did you notice, because um, I did, after having three children, you've had two, that suddenly you just lose all your bloody hair. And also, I did. Yes. And after hitting a certain age, at 35, my hair just got a little frizzier. And I already have wavy hair anyway. But I do blame extensions for ruining my hair for the most part. And I blame the show. And I blame, <laughs> <laughs> and I blame the Beverly Hills Housewives for ruining my hair and but giving me so acne. Good. Oh, oh, acne. <laughs> I can't even Yeah, my stop. skin hasn't been worse. Oh, oh my I know. God. It is. And then we stop shooting and then when and then i have like a reprieve of getting acne for a few months and then it starts airing and now i have the biggest set ever on my chin and i'm just like thank you it is a little stressful yeah no it's it's very very stressful last question art are we okay on time okay sorry not last question um your abs what do you do i mean circuit training isn't going to help like get abs but it's diet it truly oh, that's is diet. What it is. it's it's a high protein diet i do have carbs obviously with the burgers with the um oatmeal but i i'll eat really good for the week and then i will splurge from morning to night for one day and i'll eat whatever because i love brie cheese and bruschetta um, oh, I just made the best bruschetta. I, mm. I give I give the kids three dollars to try it, and they're like, "Oh, it's like roasted garlic." I, I did. It. I like did the whole thing, yes. and they were not having it. But Mason's like, "I'll collect that three. He's like, "Very getting it down with tons of water." <laughs> oh, oh, and they saw. Fun. You know, they don't watch the show. My kids are not allowed to. But they saw a commercial, and they looked at each other, and they're like, and they saw Mystery and Destiny oh. on there, and they're like, "Oh my!" They're like, "That's." That's Carlton. Uh, like they get to be on TV and we don't. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. I mean, I mean, they're you know, there's nothing I can do. I would well, have the them thing, on. The only thing I'd have to say about that is my girls have been on minimal. I'm very, o- very minimal. Yeah, I'm okay with it though. I mean, well, it's, still, it's in your house and it's, it's controlled. They're safe. I am. Right. They are protected. I mean, if silly fucks on Twitter say shit about my my children, then oh, I, just I will murder them. them. Yeah, because honestly, <laughs> it's unnecessary. No. Yes, I have put my children out there, but that's not for you to start criticizing them as an adult. So no. the fuck up. No. Oh, yeah, I, just, but, but you keep them safe. That's what I, I said. Do. I was trying to explain to my ex-husband. I would only have them in the background at my house right. with me and not around crazy bitches no, no, no. that I don't trust that could say something sure. that could hurt like or harm them. Absolutely. But it's just a no-go, unfortunately. But oh. you'll still get to see those cute little devils. Oh, I love your children. Mm-hmm. And I love so yours. Gorgeous. I, I'm and so really, really sweet. Oh, they, like, they, genuinely sweet. They're boys. really good. Everyone's like, they oh, are. I feel sorry for her kids. I'm like, my kids are mischievous and feisty and they have hearts. They oh, really have consciences. And they, like, they're madly in love with the girls. The girls can't listen to this anyway because <laughs> they were in, Mason's in here like, when can we listen to this? I'm like, never, when yeah. you're 21. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming and oh, clearing thanks, up. Brandy. We have a long road ahead of us. We do. We're at, what, six episodes? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I don't know what's coming Prepare up. Prepare yourself for the reunion. Oh. oh, God. It's, we're going to, so we're reliving it now. We're going to relive it all over again. And we're all going to be fighting and crying. And it's going to be great. Oh, God. 
I don't think it's the healthiest thing, but guess what? It pays my fucking bills. Wonderful. Do they serve tequila there? Yes, so you can have whatever you Fantastic. want to drink. But you kind of have to keep your your wits no shit, about yeah. you. <laughs> all right. I know. Art is telling me we have to wrap it up, but I could sit here all day with Carlton people. <laughs> She's my favorite Wiccan, even though Art's girlfriend's my second. Okay. okay don't don't get mad. No competition. Um. So you come back and hang out with me. I would love that. And we'll have lunch and talk about all this madness Whatever. later on. I would love. That. All right. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, and we will be right back. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law & Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask. Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash Brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments, because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort, because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 Welcome back to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. I'm sitting here with Craig Gass, two S's. Hey. Yes. <laughs> and I'm a comedian, and I'm usually funny. <laughs> well, now you have nothing to do but fail. Yeah, that's right. Now, now, growing up with the last name Gas, was that tough for you? Yes. First day of class, uh, teachers always trying to protect me. Uh, when they go through roll call and they go, and, and they would actually intentionally go, uh, Craig Goss? And I'd have to raise my hand and go, no, it's gas. <laughs> With everybody laughing. and But uh, that and the fact that uh, my whole family is deaf, which is not a joke, that is a true story. My mom, my dad, and my sister are all completely deaf. But I, th- I bet they think you're really funny. They do think I'm funny, <laughs> thank God. And uh, But uh, growing up in a deaf family, it was uh, that and having the last name Gas, I would always get uh, some really insensitive jokes. Even to this day, I still get, um, uh, like from comedians, like uh, Tracy Morgan and I were both in the same comedy club a few months ago, and another comedian I could see was telling him, like, Craig's family's deaf. Right. And then Tracy came over and he was like, so, Craig, your family's like retarded, right? And I was like, retarded? No, they're deaf. What do you mean, like, retarded? Okay, so they deaf. So they wear, like, football helmets and shit. And I was like, what are you, like, what? 
No, they're deaf. Okay. So can they see? Yes. What kind of deaf people have you met who can't see? They're not stupid, Tracy. They're yeah. deaf. Oh, for but God's you, sakes. I mean, I, I, I studied you and I know you do all sorts of impressions. And that was, that was really good. Thank you. But do you feel like you had no choice but to be a comedian? Having the last name Gas and being surrounded by people wearing helmets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to, well, it forced me out there to not be sensitive. And, uh, well, and you help know me with that. Help me with that. It, you know what's weird? People are way more protective over a group of people than they need to be. And I'll tell you that growing up in a deaf family, the best deaf jokes I've ever heard were from deaf people. Oh, I'm I, sure. I had my sister. I took my sister out to dinner. A that few you heard ago. or you saw? And that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. I'm I took I took my sister out to dinner a few months ago, and she said um, she's signing the joke to me. She goes. Uh, do you want to hear a really good joke? And I go, yeah. And she goes, me too. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. Or Steve Gleason, who's a uh, a football player who is, uh, um, I, I believe it's ALS is is what he is making him wheelchair bound, and he oh, he talks through a computer. And um, I saw him at a Pearl Jam concert the other night, and I was talking to him and reading his screen He's as like, he was communicating. Yeah. Yeah, and he said on the computer screen, he said, Craig's family's deaf. I'll bet that's why he's so good at voices. And I said, you're right. I learned how to talk by copying all the voices I heard on TV. And Steve Gleason said, I'll bet my kid's going to sound like a robot. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's You know what? He's probably right. Yeah, I mean, I it's, mean it's, it's, it's true. It's hilarious. I mean, you have to have a sense of humor about yourself. And I don't know why people are so sensitive. I mean, um, it's social media. It is social media. Everyone can express their opinion now. Yeah, everyone can. And but but we have the choice as people in the public eye to to read it or not to read it. And it's like crack. I can't not read it. Not that I smoke crack, but maybe I will after right. I read it. <laughs> it's it's really it, it it's changing the face. People are censoring themselves. They're not being funny anymore because yeah. they can't get away with it anymore. And it's it's making me angry. I made a really a joke that was insensitive, but happened to be on TV, so everyone got to see it. And I don't know. And I cried this. I cried this morning. Well, people are assholes. I, there's nothing that you said that was offensive. But if you talk about anything about a group of people, suddenly you're walking on thin ice, and you have to be really careful about it. And there's a huge difference between being racist and saying what you said. I. I didn't feel like what you said was racist at all. But for me, when I get angry tweets or angry, uh, like, like, uh, it would be like one out of maybe a hundred emails that I'll get that will be a really angry, you suck. Like, hey, kind of hey, email. go, I want yeah. you to die and your dogs to drown. Yeah. And like, I, I love writing back and going, dad, I know it's you. <laughs> Please come home. Mom misses you. But you, know, know. you know, it's like, like, uh, or if it's an angry tweet, I want to look at the page first before I respond. Oh, you and have to look at it. It's like one person, zero followers, yes! no profile picture. That's exactly what is it? Yeah. So it's that person and, from high school that you used to tease that is now getting back at you. Right. And all their tweets are just angry tweets of people trying to get a response. So but it does. How do I grow? I thought I had a thick skin, but now it's because I'm treading on this thin ice. Yet I, I, it makes me so angry because in my head I'm. A, almost a comedian mm -hmm. i i laugh all day long i make stupid jokes all day long art knows like i'm always jo i can't get through my hours without joking but i'm the i'm like like i said i'm hitler yeah we're not hitler obviously <laughs> I, it's temporary what, whatever this bullshit is it's temporary and it passes uh but in the moment people need something to talk about and uh and a lot of people will uh hear your story secondhand and make a judgment Secondhand, right? Seeing so it. reading it on social right, media, right? Right. Oh, she said what? <laughs> that whore, you know? And then they like they already have a uh, a, a feeling about a certain topic, and then they're going to go after you. So you know, I mean, yeah, there's... I, I mean, I'm trying to get that thicker skin, but I feel like unless my title is like you, a comedian. I don't get a pat. I can't like Howard Stern can say believe me as a girl's best friend, not diamonds. Right. But if I said that, oh, I'm so insensitive to eating disorders and issues. I am a jokester. I don't know what I don't know how to 
How do you do it? How do you how, teach me? Why not just say fuck you? Fuck all of you. You're all wrong. <laughs> I Why, have books you know. to sell and like things to sell. <laughs> but fuck you'd be a hell of a statement to, to say to the people who love you. Because the people who love you are going to love you. And are, are going to get what you're putting out there. And uh, the people who have a misconception about you or want to think of you it, uh, only put you in a certain uh, box will uh, have to either uh, respect it. Or, or get or leave yeah, me. I, yeah. Listen, I my, if we we can agree to disagree. Don't tell me you want me dead or I'm the worst person alive. I it's so frustrating, and I wish I wish I read that you got bullied by other comedians when you tried to do stand up. Yeah. Now I hate that word bullied. Is that is that a word that you would say? Is that what happened? Oh yeah, they told me to go fuck myself. They told me I bombed. You should have said, "Give me some lube. I'll be right back." Yeah, I I, I bombed uh, at my first open mic experience. I didn't want to be a comedian. I just was told my whole life, like, "Oh, you you should be a comedian. You should be a comedian." And so I did it for fun. And I didn't realize how bright the lights were. <laughs> I didn't realize how loud the microphone was. And and I got so nervous uh, with everybody staring at me that I just said, froze. I froze and I said, I can't do this. And my hands were sh- shaking so bad, I couldn't even put the microphone back in the stand. I was oh. I was shaking so bad. And the MC came up and made a cute joke and said, all right, Craig Cash, <laughs> hey, uh, if you want to see the rest of his performance, come back to the 10 o'clock show, and he'll finish right. up his show in the 10 o'clock show. And then I sat down with 30 of my friends that I had invited to watch me perform that oh, night. Oh, boy. And I was embarrassed, and I watched almost every comedian at that open mic get on stage and, make and say, not make fun of me. They didn't make any jokes. They actually just said, below the belt, wow, what a piece of shit that guy is. What? And anytime noise would come from my table from one of my friends i'd go oh now you want to talk right dude you suck why are you here and i go wow what the fuck i mean people are just there are people doing things in the world and then there's a ton of people sitting on the sidelines who are judging everybody who's doing well, it's, stuff. Well, it's the doers that are going to make a difference. Yeah. The people on the sidelines go to their nine-to-five job, they're miserable, and they're you know they're yelling. These, I, I'm sorry, but do you want to name names? Let's name names. Who who was mean to you? Uh, <laughs> you know what's cool is most none of those guys ever made it. But, oh, yay! Yeah, but, but it's always a fat guy on the couch who's yelling at a football game going, this guy's useless, while he's eating Doritos and ice cream. And about to have a heart attack, and who yeah. cares about him anyway. Yeah, and he, and, but the guy on the field who's made it to pro football is useless, not the guy on the couch. No. So everyone's got an opinion, and but most people are not chasing a dream. their dreams. No, they're, they're yelling at us for, first of all, it's never been my dream to be on reality TV. Is I mean, it, it wasn't your dream to be a comedian. You you were kind of pushed into it, but now obviously you're taking it to the next level. Correct? Yeah. yeah. But mean, it was it's easy to root for you when you first came on the show. Like uh, it was like all the other girls oh. were such bitches. I was like, wow, why are they such? That drew me in. I was like. What is it with these girls? They're they, such... well, they grew up with money. You know, they all grew up with like silver spoons in their mouths yeah. and everything came to them so easily. And I didn't. And they're like, oh, she's classless. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're classless because you you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea of my struggles. You're hiding my crutches. I'm balancing on one leg and I'm still going to break your back. <laughs> and that's what's going on on social media is people are judging you and people don't know. When someone sees me posting something and saying... Hey, I'm going to be performing at a Super Bowl event. Or, hey, uh, I'm doing voices now on Family Guy. Are you? And I, I started doing, yeah, a couple of years ago, I started doing voices on Family Guy, American Dad, and The Cleveland Show. Oh, wow. And I know the guy that writes American Dad. Wh- who's it? Weitzman. There's actually a bunch of, I, I, every guy <laughs> that I've, so far I've only worked with, Seth MacFarlane and Mike Henry. Okay. Who, uh, actually, my first episode of uh, Family Guy. I have a crush guy. on Seth. He's cute. He's a good-looking guy, and he's rich. Yeah, yeah I That's know. That's easy. I know. If you're good-looking and rich, you're Well, good-looking guys will always get pussy. Yes. Always. True. Well, true. Always. Yeah, even if they drive, like, a 1984 Honda Accord, they're getting late. Even if they're, like, complete idiots, they're going to get pussy. Correct. Uh, Probably from me. It's and- <laughs> happened. I'm not going to lie to you. And if they're charismatic, 
Oh, yes. Then the it's, power of charm. Yes. It's like you just spread your legs. No, I'm kidding. Your yes. girlfriend's listening, shaking yeah. her head like, no, I swear. She's into it. She's gorgeous, by yeah, the way. she is. You're Thank a lucky you. dude. I am. Very lucky. Even though you're wearing thongs in the winter, I'm getting... I, she gave me shit about that. All right. So uh, my first episode of Family Guy, I walked in and I was super excited. I've been on a bunch of... Every show I've been on has been a huge show. Sex and the City, King of Queens, everything I've done has been a huge it's show. It's because of you, clearly. Uh, but Family Guy was the first show I ever worked on that I was a fan of. And I was super excited about coming in. And uh, it only took like five minutes. It was just me and Seth MacFarlane in a studio. And he kept, uh, he kept doing one line as Peter Griffin where he kept saying, This is crazier than when Al Pacino was a slumlord laundromat tenant. <laughs> And then they cut to me as Al Pacino in the middle of a bunch of broken down washers and dryers going, you're out of order. <laughs> and you're out of order. And you're all out of order. And I, I did that three times. And Seth MacFarlane goes, all right, man. You're hired. He goes, I think, I think we're good. And I was so anxious that I... I thought we were going to be friends now because we're oh. <laughs> hanging out together. And I go, hey, uh, so you want to hang out or something? And he goes, uh, no. hang out. And I go, yeah, I don't know. You want to grab a coffee or something? And he goes, no, I got to work. And I go, all right, do you want me to leave? And he goes, yeah, get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of yeah, here. And no. I go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I grabbed my papers and I was like, I'm sorry. And I walked out. And uh, But whenever I post stuff, there's always going to be an angry guy that goes, fuck him. That guy doesn't know that I've spent 20 years sleeping in cars driving to gigs where I didn't get paid, 20 years of getting fucked over by uh, comedy club owners, uh, 20 oh. years of being told that you should just quit, 20 years of getting to where I'm at right now. I had so much struggle where there was no light at the and end of the, the tunnel. And you stuck with it. And I stuck with it. And then I start getting shit, and you're going to judge me because you just noticed me now? And they're pissed because you're actually doing well. And excited about it. Yes, exactly. And there's something really shitty to people about being excited. About something that you've worked so hard for. God forbid you're getting something that that you put all of your energy into getting that they will never have. Yeah. Fuck all those people. Fuck them. I need to figure this out. But, I mean, you seem to have it figured out. But you, you, you have a thick skin. You've lived in cars. You've done your... Homeless time. <laughs> yeah, it's, but I'm saying it's 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 uh, people are too, way too hypersensitive, and you have to just uh, you have to let it roll off your back because they're going to move on to the next person that they think is should be pointed at tomorrow. So, well, fuck them. Hopefully, it's you. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll take no, it. You can handle Come it. You seem like you have a thick skin. You can handle it a little better. I know you're one of Howard Stern's favorite guests of all time, so that's he's, exciting. He's always been great to me. I love Howard. I love Beth. I think they're so fun. I was so nervous when I was sitting in there because Beth warned me. She's like, you know that you're just going to think that you're just having a normal conversation with them like we're at dinner. And I said, no, no, I'm ready. I'm good. I just let it all go, and I got in so much trouble from Bravo. Everyone, I was, everyone hated kidding. me after that. No. Wait, what specifically did you say during the interviews that got a lot of heat? I told what everyone's salaries were. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I did, I, yeah, just everything in general. I, when you're on Howard show, uh, there's a usual, there's a, a common after effect that a lot of people have, <laughs> which is that. You have to do damage control afterwards. <laughs> you're like, did I just do that? And so you go back over it in your head and you're like, it's just like talking to your brother and you're, yeah. everything's cool. And then you're like, you just sold your dad down the river. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very common for me after a Howard Stern show appearance to get text messages that just say, really? <laughs> <laughs> I have 92 on my phone today. Yeah. I'm not looking at them. Yeah. I just, I can't. It's like, I'm G angry. I have not a lot. I need coffee. Gary Delavate, uh, the producer of the show, has always said that there's things that you say on the show and most of your family and inner circle usually does the same thing. They kind of pretend like that, that it never happened and they never bring it up. Like the weird, awkward shit that comes up. But um, Oh, my family brings up everything. Yeah, really? <laughs> they stop talking to me. They, they believe the tabloids. They're like, oh, so you, you really did that? I'm like, no, I didn't. I go, you can't believe Starving Magazine. Yeah. You know what's strange to me is how much when things start happening to you, how much people go, hey, you better not change now that you're blah, blah. But... You don't change. They but do. But everybody around you changes. They do. They start perceiving you in a different way. Or if you don't return, God forbid, a fucking okay. phone call. Right. It's like, oh, oh you're too cool for you're me You're too now? cool for me. Yeah. No, honestly, my girl, one of my best girlfriends ended up marrying Bruce Willis. And she said to me that she's like, Brandy, 
people around you are going to change. You're going to stay the same. And she's the same grounded. She's a little ghetto. I love her because she, she's like all classy and, and like sweet. And then she'll just flip a switch and go, no, you did not. And her head starts moving all crazy. Really? But she's like, you won't change. Everyone around you will change. And it's true. Everyone, first of all, everyone I've ever met in my life is my best friend, which is yeah. interesting. Do you get that? Like you're yeah. on, you're on like stage and all of a sudden people are like, yeah, let me get tickets or let me do this. Like, oh like, yeah. I, do, I haven't talked to you since high school. <laughs> I also noticed this weird thing that happened with new friends in my life. Uh, there's been some new friends who will randomly look at me and go, you know, I really don't care about all the stuff that you get to do for me, right? And I'll be like, <laughs> what? And they'll go, like, I just like you for you. I just want you to know, like, I don't care about all the stuff that you have going on. And I'll be like... Then why are you thinking about it? <laughs> I would have never even thought that until right. you just brought it up. Well, they're thinking about it. And that's the thing. And that is the... my. I don't make new friends... I don't anymore. I don't trust people. I've had even like I've gone on one date with a guy that was selling stories. Were um, you uh, ever going to go on a second date with him? No, I wasn't. And I actually, That's probably but why. I didn't, I didn't let him drive home drunk in the rain. I let him have my guest room. I didn't sleep with him. Nothing happened. And it took probably like maybe six or eight months later, all of a sudden he's talking to Radar Online, calling TMZ, saying all these really lovely things about me. And I'm thinking, I saved your ass from driving drunk in the rain, and you're saying this about me. It, it, it's just it, – it makes me a little – I don't trust anyone anymore. Is there an obvious tip that a guy is trying to hook up with you just because you're on TV? Well, there's there's the ones that only want to date me because I'm on TV, and then there's the ones – no, the ones that – don't want anything to do with Brandy because, who's crazy on TV. Right, right. There's like there's either they're one or the other and I can kind of point them both out right away. How what is it about somebody that gives themselves away that they only want to hook up with you because you're on TV and they they might be able to get like it might be like a thing that they can get a story out of or at least get, you know, you some can some sort of notoriety. Yes. Um, they, you know, they generally ask me if, you know, it's real or scripted and, you know, and they tell me right away they don't mind being on film. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're not making a sex tape later, and you're not coming on my show. Not if it's my show, but it's, I, don't, I it's, don't mind being on film. Exactly. Like, if you need me, I can be your date for this, or you know. And I was dating a guy, and we broke up, and I'm like, well, they want to shoot it. Do you want to break up over again on TV? And he's like, sure. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, why? Wow. I, why? Yeah. I mean, there's just certain people out there that you can just see right through, and. I mean, most of my girlfriends won't even do the show. They're like, no way. We have too much to lose. But yeah. a lot of them will. But, I mean, there's the ones that will and the ones that won't. Um, it's it's tough. It's a really – it's a tough – that's why I'm single. How often do you hear from exes from way, way back that totally fucked you over? Um, and then come back like, hey. I pretty much fucked them all over. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> I'm the breaker upper. Well, I, it was so good for you. I'm For you. So, this was so good for you. <laughs> <laughs> telling you that right now um art is telling me we have to wind it up but i want can i do can you not uh, art you for do, fuck's sake we're having fun I here know. can you do a cup uh, one more impression your favorite impression to do uh my favorite impression to do is to come on uh i'm going to do uh i'm, right. I'm gonna do yeah i'm going to do christopher walken saying a uh horrifyingly uh racist joke keep in mind <laughs> this is christopher walken saying the joke right <clears throat> here we go all right, here's a great joke that you can tell your friends. What do you call a fat Chinese guy? A chunk. Pow! That's a great joke. I didn't write that joke. Please send your hate mail to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Care of. Brandy Glanville. Brandy Glanville's house. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it straight to me. Yeah. I can it handle it. I'm doing well. A joke is a joke. Uh, there are no racists in this room. And... Thank you for having me on. Thank you. I feel like I'm on your show. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> I, you know what? We'll do it again. We'll do Please. it again soon. Yay. You, okay. All right. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, and we are finished. Yay. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't, have, I don't have any voices. Hey. I have a porn voice. Oh, wow. Yeah. That works. Art likes that one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com.
Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphones or tablet, shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop, Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.